0: radio <laughs> that's the only way to make your dick bigger is high risk low reward <laughs> love it love it love it that's how you make your dick bigger or you could just get married and then just be like this is it this, this is it it's as good as it gets and they getting any better than this deal with it yeah just you know it's better than a pencil <laughs> not quite a sharpie though <laughs> welcome to super movie brothers let's start the show
1: To Super Movie Brothers I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay And we got a news
0: segment this time around uh, It's been a couple weeks since me and Jay talked about news So some of this might be a little backed up uh, But I want to get things started off with one that just seems like uh, it's it's Disney You know, moving moving its its king back and forth in chess Just moving it forward, moving it backwards, moving it forward, moving it backwards So let's get it started was Best. re-released in China, and it is now the number one grossing movie yes. of all time, beating Avengers Endgame.
1: Some people called it a while back, and... Uh it's all gravy for Disney, though, right? Yeah, it really is. Ultimately, that's all it is.
0: I mean, the, now obviously the move in and of itself is to one a get Avatar
1: back to that top spot because they still have the sequels in development. And it, it, to be honest, it makes sense, and it's actually good marketing for the follow-ups. Exactly.
0: Exactly. It, it, you know, it's great to put out when you have that first trailer that drops to put on there. You know, from from the director of oh yeah Terminator Two. Judgment Day and the highest grossing film of all time, Avatar, comes Avatar 2, Deep Jungle Boogaloo, (laughs) (laughs) coming to a theater near you with music
1: from from Lin-Manuel Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's in everything. Because he's in everything now. But Uh, it makes sense because there's so much invested within this property still because they have amusement park. Attraction, areas, attractions right. I mean a fortune on that and probably one in in Asia and China perhaps and, and, and I'm not sure the, I know it's it
0: I know I know the avatar like the avatar section of Disney World is in Animal Kingdom down in Florida I'm, yeah. I don't think they have it in California they may like, have something for it out in China or out in the out in the, yeah. the one of the two Japanese parts they're large yeah for sure Or I'm sorry, China has two parks. Uh, Japan has one park, but they may have a good chance they do. But you know, I and and I and I get that. And it's also like we know that big CGI um, spectacles do really well overseas and stuff like that. And let's face it, Disney, all of the of the major studios need to generate revenue while all of their movies are cooling on the back burners. So you know, the whole MCU's been pushed back. Uh, And Avatar's a theater experience
1: movie. It really is it doesn't play well on TV it plays right. a lot better in theaters and it's already
0: been proven to to be successful exactly. so it makes business sense um, you know uh, I, I do like that like the Kevin Feige like congratulating uh, you know the Avatar producers and James Cameron and stuff on now reclaiming the number one box office spot and stuff like that but how long before they like before they do like a re-release of like Endgame and they just keep moving these 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 chess pieces back and forth and stuff like that because I don't think MCU's ever going to hit the heights uh, that Endgame did I don't think that's going to happen i i'm not saying like the mcu is going to go downhill from here but what i'm just no. saying is it it will be somewhat of like diminishing returns you know going forward because i think yeah. i think we we we've reached that pinnacle and now there's a whole nother mountain to climb and i think there's, a lot of people are just like
1: i'm still interested there's no pinnacle that can possibly reach that
0: but i'm not at a fever pitch anymore sure so
1: next news
0: story Speaking of Disney, everything's just coming up Disney. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Disney Plus has now reached 1 over 100 million subscribers in under 2 years. Where previously it took other streaming services like uh like Netflix years to get to that point. Yeah. In just under 2 years Disney Plus is at over 100 million subscribers. And obviously that has a lot to do with the Star Wars property, It has a lot to do with the MCU. It does. It has a lot to do with the fact that I think a lot of kids, you know, and and having all of those, you know, growing I think up. the Pandemic helped. Growing you know, up, you remember days. like going to your grandmother's house and the way that your parents would shut you up, and you remember this sound. It was it was the Disney the the big white clamshell box and it popped open you hear the rattle of the VHS and they put on Lion King and you just shut the fuck up and you sat down and watched Lion King. You don't have to do that anymore, right? You don't have to like you don't have to have someone who has the, the VHS or the DVD of it to go watch that Disney movie. The Disney vault practically doesn't exist anymore unless you're Peter Pan and you have a song that is about the red man in, right. in reference to Native Americans. Right. In which case that goes back in the vault now. <laughs> or Song of the South. That goes back in the vault now. But like everything's there for you, so like if you have kids, it's great. Like Logan wakes up, she puts on Disney Plus all by her damn self, and, yeah, and picks out a movie to go and explore. So you know? there's that to be said for it too. So it's like these three tent poles of the property, because like, look, I don't think I don't think anyone has Disney Plus to watch National Geographic. <laughs> I do from time to time. There's nothing like being drunk and I needing to sleep so, and watching a, I just a nature forget doc. That
1: they had that, you yeah. Know? It's just shit like that. I would love to go check it out because yeah. there's a lot of good stuff on it.
0: There is, yeah, yeah. David Attenborough, you know, just sitting there, <laughs> fucking, fucking, narrating that shit puts me right to sleep. It's so good. I love it. But so I also comforting. love nature docs, but so, but I mean, you know, good for them, I guess, because the the yeah. more that goes into it, the more. Disney's going to continue on this. Let's do MCU TV shows. Let's yeah. do Star Wars TV shows. Let's, and we'll be
1: getting into that later. Yeah, let's continue uh,
0: this training. Another episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and our What Are You Watching episode, we're obviously going to be talking about Falcon Winter Soldier. Next news story. All right, Joe, we knew that a Creed 3 had be coming at some point. You know, Creed 1, massively sure. successful. Even got an uh, a Academy nod for... For Sylvester Stallone didn't win, but you know, good for him. Best supporting,
1: and it had you know a super movie brother Jay cameo in Creed two.
0: Creed two, right? So that's right. We're personally invested in the Creed franchise. Personally (laughs) invested in this. Uh, But Creed three has a release date of Thanksgiving of twenty twenty two, and it's found its director in the lead, the star Michael B Jordan will be directing this movie.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good. Transition, And I think it's a good entry film for him to kind of wet his beak a little bit. Because if he actually does have interest within directing down the line, I think now is the time to really try and do that. And I think he has enough power within this franchise to try and do something and pull it off.
0: Right, and I do want to see like what he has like for for directing uh, in under his, in, in his belt or like you know on how to put it like I I do want to see like his vision right because sure. like I I watched some of his roles and like especially with like Killmonger in in black in Black yeah. Panther I
1: think a lot even though you know don't don't get me wrong I think he has a lot simmering under the surface I, right. I think he has more to what he has delivered for various reasons obviously you know. In Hollywood, you know, as a man, you know, in his stature, sometimes, right, you have to choose different roles that maybe you didn't want to do, or maybe it Don't get me wrong, like I think, I, I think Ryan Coogler probably had a lot to do with the
0: characterization of sure. Killmonger and stuff like sure. that. But I think a lot of the reason why that's probably one of the best MCU villains has to be because of michael
1: b jordan and i would love to see the the type of performances that he gets out of people as a director because i think because i think he has an understanding of that yeah a really good understanding of that and the nuances of it all but um it is his directorial debut so i don't expect it
0: to be maybe quite as polished as like some other as like some other uh as the first two creed movies i guess um and i I guess I would expect it to be probably, like, a everyone's, like, first action movie, right? I, I expect there to be probably a lot of quick cuts, probably a lot of, like, up-close and stuff like that. Uh, I, and as it, an actor, you want that close-up. You yeah, want to be close to someone's I'm face. So I expect really a lot of that.
1: expecting to see something a little bit more on that naturalistic I hope, of side of things. I hope, maybe? yeah. Um, Just, like, a slightly different twist on right. it. Right. You know, not so... Standardized as far as the we'll previous uh, two movies, we'll see. You know, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. We, we don't know who the writer is
0: for for that sure. movie, so you know, time will tell on that. Like, it,
1: it, it's going to really rely a lot on his uh, his team, who he hires. To be underneath them to help.
0: Them I mean, listed on IMDb right now is Keenan Coogler, uh, which is Ryan Kugler's brother, uh, and then Zach Balin. So I believe that they had previously worked on Creed One and Creed Two, as well as Fruitvale Station. So hopefully, hopefully, they can give us something a little bit more interesting than you know, because we've already done the Rocky one, right, where he he fought and he lost, right, but he he earned his he earned his he earned his his stripes essentially, yeah. and then we got the one. Where he loses and then wins, which is the Rocky 3 formula. You know, I think we need the one where. You know, I, I guess I guess this one would have to be coming back from an injury, right? Like, something like that, or or the, the because they've already done so much right. with the character, like they went through they went through Rocky's full arc essentially uh, in I'm actually, two movies. I'm
1: actually thinking
0: without getting into like unless unless they're going to get into the whole think, brain damage. I
1: I think it's going to go um, a mixture of a family route type situation, right? With a medical. That's issue. That's what,
0: sort of, but, but they did that already with the deaf daughter and the him not and the him going through depression and stuff like that and the him having to make amends with with Tessa Thompson and with his I, mother. Yeah, st- I, I guess so. So like, I, I just wonder like, where do you go with the story from here? Because I feel like it's all going to be retread, rehash for the Rocky franchise, for the Creed franchise, along with that. So it's it's it, that's that's you know why I think writing is going to be so important with it. Yeah, because <laughs> you you don't want Adonis Creed fighting a Martian on Mars. Rocky, please don't go to Mars and fight the Martian.
1: I gotta do what I gotta do.
0: But there's no oxygen on Mars.
1: Yeah? That means there's no oxygen for him either. That Martian wants to fight, he'll get a fight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he, we've already seen the character do so much uh, and, and overcome so much and he's the champion now, so it's I like... I know,
1: I know, but I, I have a good feeling because I don't think he would be directing this movie if he didn't feel strong. Sure. And confident behind it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Next news story. RJ, a lot of
0: cancellations happening out there mm. in in Hollywood land right now. We already talked about Army Hammer being canceled. We talked about Shia LaBeouf being canceled. Woody Allen has been canceled and then let out and now canceled again. Many you times know. Many times, many over. times over. <laughs> um, A lot of cancellations, uh, but another character has now been canceled, and this comes from a Warner Brothers property. Not surprising, uh, but in Space Jam 2, Pepe Le Pew it's a heartbreaker. will not be in it, because... Of his, you know, predatory nature. It's too much of a ladies' man. Oh, chanté, mademoiselle. Oh my God, this but
1: this 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 hurts. This hurts. It does. I, I, I love that character, <laughs> but at the same time, I think about
0: myself as a child and how many times did I maybe do that to a friend or to a girl on the playground where I where I I I mimicked <sighs> and I
1: Pepe. I understand that. Where I mimicked Pepe Le I know. And I know. in
0: today's world. That is not right. So I understand why they would be like, we gotta let this one go, man. We gotta let the skunk go. Yeah, you know? we can't have him here.
1: I I get it. I do. I I understand it. I really do. But it's still, it, it stings. It's it hurts.
0: It does. I like Pepe. Le Pew. I like them a
1: lot. I like Pepe Le Pew. But essentially, he was
0: raping that cat. <laughs> I mean, all because she had a white stripe down her back. Ow!
1: That's yeah, it. That's all yeah. it takes. That's um, all it takes.
0: Yeah. She got that tramp stamp, and he's
1: like, (laughs) I'm
0: going
1: to get in there. (laughs) I'm going to get in there. He's just a Randy skunk, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just, just, it's just things, man. Because I, 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 I had so much fun with the character. I did. But so. I do politically. I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. I understand it. And, and I also don't love and the and character theory. so much, where I'm
0: like, you know, it's,
1: no, it's it's not like an end.
0: It's not like they're canceling Bugs Bunny because sure. you know he he used to misappropriate an entire culture when he pretended to be Japanese in 1940s. So and, and the characters evolved, but the character for Pepe Le Pew hasn't, right? You know, Pepe Le Pew, <laughs> his whole characterization is being is is his being a sexual predator. <laughs> it's essentially what he is, right? Like like Bugs Bunny has so many other facets to his character besides misappropriation of a culture and a complete racism. And if you've never seen that cartoon, go look up Bugs, you know, Bugs Bunny, uh, you know, Japanese cartoon or something like that because it's him on an island, uh, on, on, on a on a Pacific island, and he's stuck there with Japanese soldiers, and the way the Japanese soldiers are drawn, I mean, you can only imagine in the 1940s, well, yeah. it's completely, uh, completely racist, and uh, as he's, he, he pulls up an ice cream truck at one point, and he starts handing out ice cream with grenades and, st- and explosives inside of it, and as he's doing it, he is using racial epitaphs, handing it out, like, I'm not going to say them here, you know, obviously, but he, uh, you know, you can watch it on YouTube, but it is like I remember watching that and I was like, fuck, like shit, that is dark.
1: Yeah, that's surprising.
0: It's dark. But in the 1940s, you got to remember we were at war and stuff like that. And and to and to, you know, our grandparents, that was a fucking knee slapper in the theaters, you know, before before a movie started to watch that short Times cartoon. Times
1: were so so right. different back then. Uh, we can't even fathom right. different really, right. to be but, honest. So I guess in a lot of ways that was just a normal But
0: joke. Bugs Bunny has evolved from that. Of Course, and of course. Is, is now you know the lovable wisecracker that he's all that, that we grew up sure. knowing him and, as. And it's poor, so. that's who he is. And Pepe Lepew still, still just that
1: rapist. <laughs> it looks like this is my lucky day. <laughs> I'll take the rapists for 200. <laughs> that's therapist, that's his shtick. Next news story.
0: <laughs> All right, We know that uh, Colin Trevorrow was originally supposed to direct Episode 9. He yep. uh, you know, he also wrote the script for Episode 9, and it had a completely different title. It was Duel of the Fates, which I think is an immensely better title, because uh, Duel of the Fates is the song that you I like hear I uh, for Darth, when Darth Maul fights Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan in Episode 1 at... Anyway, uh, so, (laughs) uh, and his script actually leaked, and a lot of people read that script. Yeah. And they were like, that actually sounds like a better movie. I read through that script and I was like, it's pretty flawed, also. But who knows? uh, Given that time, given that script time to mature and grow and actually be filmed and then put it on an editing room floor, maybe that could have been the better film, but it's something we would never know. But one fan wants to find out. And he decided that he is going to be releasing Colin Trevorrow's Episode 9 Duel of the Fates on his website as a free comic book for you to download. So the artist's name is Andrew uh, and he is going to be drawing and using the script. So he's not the writer of it, but he is drawing it out, essentially storyboarding it. And you can check out the the first issue of it over on his website, which is a com. Uh, and I am one hundred percent going to be checking this out.
1: Yeah, I think it's a great idea, and it's really cool. I'm, uh, kudos to this guy. How because, does he not
0: get sued? Shh,
1: you want to get sued?
0: Like you know, like I guess because I, it leaked, and I, I don't, I'm not sure. I I think because it is. Public, he's also not selling it, so he's not making
1: a profit exactly, off of that's it. That's the thing. You he had to do it free, and the fact that it was freely given onto the you know website for everybody to access. It's um you know. I think I give him a lot of credit. I mean, it looks, you know, to be really interesting. And I think it's um, for fans of Trevorrow or just Star Wars in general. Like, how can you say no to something like this? Because N- not, not, you know, this never would have happened before. This is just a critical eye and stuff. I read a lot of
0: comic books. Not the best art. I'm not going to lie.
1: It is not. But I mean, do you it's really service. It? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's service. It, I mean, it's I fine. wouldn't expect that to be you know, anything. I crazy also
0: think and that this, you know, it, it takes a. It, maybe people listen to show and maybe you and stuff like that. Reading a screenplay is fine. I find reading screenplays extremely boring.
1: I, don't, I can't. No, no, no. I'm not, I don't I'm like not a fan screenplay. of it. I'm not a fan of it. So
0: so digesting this story that way, um, it, it, it just makes more more sense yeah. to me. And I'm definitely going to be checking it out. So uh, you can check out Duel of the Fates again on this guy's website, which is a com. Speaking of Colin Trevorrow, though, Jay, I have been falling down a Jurassic Park fucking rabbit hole. I don't know why. So, you know, a couple weeks ago, I talked about Camp Cretaceous and stuff like that. I watched the first two seasons of that, which then spawned me to, for some reason, watch a bunch of YouTube videos uh, about Jurassic Park, Jurassic World and the entire like lore behind it and all this ancillary material um, and all this background information that I didn't know. Uh, and I ended up playing, and I'm still playing it, Jurassic World Evolution, which is like my own park builder, where I, I, I build my own Jurassic Park. I then breed dinosaurs and I release them them. And I gotta say, I am fucking excited as all get out for uh, you know Dominion for Fallen World Dominion. Like I'm uh, sorry for Jurassic World Dominion.
1: Yeah, I really am too. And 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 I've not been a fan of the new franchise. I haven't been this excited
0: since we watched Battle at Big Rock, the short exactly, the short film.
1: Exactly, and I think that is a big part of the reason why I am so excited. And I think you know, to be honest, I'm just really. Just it, I'm so excited for like big spectacle movies again. Right. And well, this talk about big the spectacle. The pandemic really, you know, the whole year pretty much being taken away from the movie theater experience.
0: We haven't talked about stuff. it on the show, but like the the third movie in the Jurassic World trilogy is going to be a culmination of everything Jurassic Park related from the Camp Crestaceous to uh, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, and then... Um, obviously the lost world and then fallen kingdom, it's going to bring all of those story threads together. So I'm like, how, like, first off, I want to know how are they going to do that? Because like Jurassic Park three, what does that have to offer other than sure. a dinosaur with a giant sail <laughs> on its back? Uh, but they said that it's going to marry all of it together, and, and all those all those things, all those questions that like we've had about like site B and like what happened with those dinosaurs, it's all going to be answered for us.
1: Yeah, I'm curious. It's how a tall much order. Yeah, it's very tall.
0: A tall order, and I was like, but I'm interested.
1: You how could he not be?
0: You have yeah. to. It's a shame it's delayed until until twenty twenty two, but I am looking forward to that. Next news story. So I'm meant to wrap that around the last news story. That's also why I'm excited to read Colin Trevorrow's script for uh, for for. Uh, Episode nine is because, like, I'm, I've been really getting into his stuff with the Jurassic Park stuff, and I'm enjoying it. So, all right, Jay, uh, you and I like to take shots at Tenet. I know there's a lot of people out there that that did enjoy Tenet. Me and Jay, not so much. Uh, we, you can go listen to our review. We pointed out our our flaws, our problems with it, and with the home video release, it doesn't seem like much of our much of our our complaints about it have been really rectified. But uh, a modder has turned uh, Christopher Nolan's tenant into a Game Boy Advance cartridge movie. So he took the movie, and he put it on Game Boy Advance cartridges, five of them. And you can watch the entire movie on this incredibly tiny, like, three-by-three three screen. <laughs> it's not even widescreen, number one. Yeah. It's a three-by-three three screen, oh my God. essentially. Uh, and when asked why the modder would, would put Tenet on this format that no one else would ever watch it on. He said, Oh, I put it on there out of spite.
1: (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And I, I respect it because you know, it was so overblown and so hyped up and Nolan practically was promising the fucking sun and the moon and the stars. He said he
0: did it because he was sick of hearing Nolan's persistence that Tenet be watched in a theater at the height of a global pandemic. Right. So he put it on this format as like a thumb in the nose to uh, to, to Christopher Nolan, which I find hilarious, number one. And I think someone like Christopher Nolan, A, shouldn't be bothered by this. He should just laugh this off and be like, huh, that's clever. You you have
1: to take the right yeah you have to just jerk. but
0: i don't think but so christopher nolan declined but to comment
1: on course, any on deep deep down, of deep down he hates it right and you know what
0: i was right yeah it's horrible <laughs> no thank you
1: I, deep down if, if i were christopher nolan like if someone so publicly he has if to someone go took the
0: time to take my movie and and do that and put it on five Game Boy advance cartridges even if i'm not happy with that even if i think that that's a bastardization of the viewing of my movie i would still call him and like talk to them i'd have to congratulate them like i'd have to like i i would feel so enamored with with someone taking the time to do that but christopher nolan's declining to comment on it in any way so it's like so you could tell he's bothered but he also doesn't want the bad press of being like no fuck this guy <laughs> i would rather also if i was pissed off i would rather go into the press and be like no fuck
1: this guy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I love it. I I just give the guy a lot of credit. I, mean,
0: I wonder, like the Game Boy Advance speaker is not very big, so if you're not watching it with headphones, I wonder if Tenet blew its little speakers out. Like it just has a very tiny little speaker in the center. Sure. So <laughs> you you know, like when 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 that Boom. when that yeah when that bass hits, you know it's doing that like rattling sound where and like eventually like that 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 little filament uh, that covers the speaker will tear, and then you'll get that. <laughs> It plays. So I mean, uh, yeah, I I I just find that hilarious. I just find it funny that someone would take the time to do that to 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 troll one of the one of the biggest directors in the world like
1: that. It's ballsy. It's (laughs) ballsy and it's just amazing. Ballsy. Stupid, but ballsy. Next news
0: story. Uh, HBO Max will be adding an ad-supported tier that will not include its theatrical releases. This is coming right off the heels of Paramount Plus. Uh, coming out with their $599 or $4.99, whichever one it is, price point that uh, that has ads on it, which I don't like if I'm paying for it, I'd like to not have ads, but I got to pay twice that to not have the ads. So I have Paramount Plus with the ads. Also, I won't have Paramount Plus much longer. Uh, Once I finish the uh, Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm getting rid of Paramount
0: Plus. No reason to have it. Yeah. I don't think I will ever have it. Nothing. No reason to have it right now. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so soon after that launch, now HBO Max will have their own with ad version and they it won't have the theatrical releases. I don't know what the price point would be on this, but I imagine it'd be somewhere similar to the Paramount Plus of four ninety nine, five ninety nine, possibly because it's HBO and they have a whole lot more content on there. They can get away with a six ninety nine, seven ninety nine, a half price because HBO Max right now is fifteen ninety nine a month. So would you be interested in reducing your HBO Max that you have right now uh, to to have ads but pay half of that a month? $15 is a lot for a streaming service. Mm. It depends. I- How many ads? Like
1: normal commercial type situations? If, or it's, like, I- if
0: it's like Paramount Plus, uh, in an hour long episode, I would say I get about three or four ads and they're, they range between 30 and 80 seconds, I would say. I did fast forward through one episode that I fell asleep on and then it was clear that it was like, we got to catch up on all these ads. So here's 182 seconds of ads. <laughs> like for movies too? Uh, I don't know. I haven't watched any movies on Paramount Plus to be honest with you. They don't have much as far as movie goes.
1: Yeah, they have the Indiana Jones franchise I don't there. Know. Uh, in in uh, it's hard for me to say with HBO because you well, yeah we, this hour long episode things. I like to be like in it, you know. And, and it does take you out of it. I'll, I'm not going to lie. Watching uh, Star Trek Discovery and
0: getting ads, it does take me out of it. But not enough because I'm only watching these two shows for me to be- jump if out. If
1: it's, if it's before the episode starts or after the episode finishes cool
0: no actually but the episode I'm, I'm, starts without an ad and then like usually about 10 minutes in you'll get your first ad exactly it's like hulu I, I it's like hulu in that way right and i don't think i would like that no i don't think so either but yeah. I, I i don't think i i think because i'm already paying the 15.99 a month for hbo max uh, i'm fine with that but for hbo they're looking to get those subscribers who are holding out for that because it's a the price approach. point is high it's a different approach right
1: and i i don't i don't mind that Yeah. Um, I want the theatrical releases, Option, I like the option. Um, And maybe you're not allowed to have the theatrical releases if you pay for the half price. You don't. No,
0: you don't get them. Ooh, okay. Yeah, the half price with the ads, you don't get the theatrical releases.
1: But again, that half price is such a low number where it's much it, lower it's, yeah. it's definitely one of those situations where like people if you're on the fence it's like wow. Well, i mean that's just this um, is for those people only a that are dollars a month and you have all the hbo content pretty this much. is for those people i think that have never had hbo
0: or haven't had it in some time and want to catch up on like those older series. folks maybe yeah want to catch up on those temple yeah. series want to catch up on 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 you know what movies they have and stuff like that so It's not a bad idea. I just found it interesting that, you know, Paramount Plus was kind of like first to the table with this. Meanwhile, Disney's sitting there with its 100 100 million plus subscribers. It was like, oh, no, we don't need ads. In fact, we're going to give you Falcon (laughs) Winter Soldier, 52-minute episode. Here you go. No ads.
1: Enjoy. (laughs) One could argue that episode could use some ads. (laughs)
0: Next news story. Netflix has purchased monkey man which is being tagged as john wick in mumbai Mm -hmm. and it is the directorial debut of dev patel
1: yeah i heard about this and i'm really excited
0: well don't get like so excited because i know and you talked about this you're like wow 30 million dollars netflix must really want this
1: because like when you hear about figures and like things being purchased from sundance and things it's never that high and if it is, it's usually a pretty good uh, good, good film, but also cross the board, you know, playable to all audiences for the most part. You know, think Palm Springs. Think The Big Sick. You know, all good films, unique, but all pretty much, you know, commercial overall, you know. And despite being perhaps rated R, it's still relatively, you know, mainstream. Next news story.
0: RJ, Marvel has added someone who you and I were quite impressed with this year with uh, One Night in Miami. Kingsley Ben Adir... Has been cast in the Samuel Jackson-led television series that will be coming to Disney Plus, Secret Invasion, and all rumors are he will be playing a villain and he will be playing a scroll. So, what do you think of Marvel adding Kingsley Ben adir to their to their to their list of growing, uh, you know, cast? Uh, I guess you would say to, to their growing cast because you know I think they're getting him at the right time. He's about to blow up. He's obviously starting to get some rolls with some meat behind them. Much like they, I don't like to make comparisons, but much like they, much like they got Chadwick Boseman as he was up and coming and on the rise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, a lot of their actors they got up and
0: coming on the rise and now now stars because of being in there i think sure i think if you're if you're kingsley benadir and 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 this comes across your table you can't not say yes to it because of
1: correct. how your career could correct be and i think propelled. you know with this day and age people they're they're not giving star making roles out to just anybody you know you really have to have legit chops you know, you, 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 yeah, okay, you need to have a look. You need to have, you know, the name, you know, catch your name, whatever it may be to be a star. But really, when it comes down to it, I can think because there's so much out there, so many people, and they understand how important and how delicate being in the public eye is, where you have to choose wisely now. Like you have to know and, and pick the right person. So, quality over quantity. And I think they know quality. And I think this could be a good thing.
0: Yeah, I think like after watching, you know, if I'm if I'm over at Marvel and Disney, and I, I just watched one night in Miami, I could be like, people complain about our villains a lot. Mm. What are they going to say if we add this guy as our villain? Like, do we have another Killmonger on our hands with him? Possibly, it, it's not out of the realm of sure, possibility sure. that he could be that good. I think it's good for both parties involved. He's young and up and coming, uh, and I also think his name is now garnering the type of. You know, the the type of buzz that you would want it to to have going into a new property for the MCU. Next news story. (laughs) Apparently, the writers of Sonic the Hedgehog had so much fun with Jim Carrey and are such big fans of Jim Carrey that they are writing Ace Ventura 3 and is currently in development with Jim
1: Carrey to star. What do you think? I can't help but not love it. Because I fucking love Ace Ventura 1 and 2. You
0: literally lambasted coming to America last week. This is true. For them, and we talked about them trying to catch lightning in a bottle for something that was popular in the 80s and then trying to make it relevant now. See, and try- th- th-
1: this is the thing. The tone of the, that franchise is different than coming to America franchise.
0: But and you've already seen a sequel to, to Ace Ventura, and it was... While still fun for me and you and nostalgic, it, you know, looking at it with a critical eye, it pales in comparison to the original. Which one we told me? Ace Ventura when nature calls. Oh, I second li- one. I like that movie. You lied? <laughs> no, I love that movie. <laughs> that movie's fine.
1: It's no, but it's no Ace no. Ventura. Oh, I know. But, no no, but that but it has me rolling way more. I love that movie. Uh, I, oh, mean, no, no, no. That, I remember. That's, that's all you, brother. I remember being a kid and losing
0: movie. breath when he was coming out of the rhino's ass. For sure. Yeah. I yeah. Like,
1: I laughed so Dude, hard. Like, no, you almost
0: that's... needed a defibrillator for me. But I was also six, and it was a guy coming out of a rhino's
1: ass. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I do know that I might have a right. little bit of a weird nostalgic thing right. for those two let's movies because they came out when I was the perfect age. But I'm going to say, we're not, we're not 10 to 12 anymore. Correct. Correct. And at the same time I'm like, well, and I guarantee you these writers are our age. Right. And probably grew up playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Now getting a sequel because people like the movie. Right. And they grew I up. I still haven't with seen Ace the movie Ventura. for some reason. I gotta put it on my to do list. I don't know why. It's I on seen
0: Amazon it Prime for free. I know it's on I know I just for free. Got
1: around to it, yeah. Hopefully this week. My daughter loves it, but <laughs> I don't. I just can't daughter. help but think that they they might be onto something. I wasn't crazy impressed with the writing in
0: in Sonic the Hedgehog for me to want to do for for me to want to see this based but on people that like, alone. But people, people like Jim in that in that movie. People like Jim in that movie, which but looking at it, you know, knowing what I know, Jim Carrey is a far stretch from who he was in 1992 or 1993 with Ace Ventura coming out. So. This is true. He's is come, true. you know, he's come a long way in his career and has moved past that type of silly role and has now gone right. back to it.
1: I'm trying to be optimistic with this, and and I don't, I I would prefer that he would completely almost scratch. Would the you uh, route. would
0: you groan if he walks out of like say a porta potty or a bathroom and goes, "Do not go in there." Woo!
1: Wow. Well, if he rehashes that joke,
0: exactly. But coming to America did rehash a lot of the it, jokes.
1: It, it, you know, I don't think I would like it, but. You never know. It's Jim Carrey. Fair enough, man. I'm
0: not. Look, I'm not into it. <laughs> I'm not into it. You know, I, I this is one of those things where it's like, show me a trailer, or get me excited for it. You know, give me some more news, some more buzz on it. Maybe I'll get excited for and, it. And,
1: and, and to be honest, I don't want to know one more thing about this until I see a trailer. <laughs> I want to be blindsided one morning, looking at my phone, right. and like, what the fuck is this? been yeah. sure, three trailer. What? I would rather see a, I would rather be or like, then hey... I'll, then I'll know. I'll be like, this is absolutely garbage. I'm not going to watch this. Or I'm going to be uh, absolutely on board with it and love it. I bet you this gets picked up by a streaming service before it ever
0: gets to a theater.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't care. Next news story. All right, this is
0: this is quick. Uh Sony is now moving all of their films back and they're starting with Venom. Venom, which was previously which was previously supposed to come out in June of 2021, has now been pushed back to September of 2021. Sony also doesn't have the option to put this out on a streaming service, right? Where they can't just be like, yo, if if they put it out if they put it out on a streaming service, they have to sell it for a flat fee and lose any type of back end, you know, where this movie could be huge or it, you know, it could be mediocre like the original Venom was. I don't even think the original Venom did enough money to garner a sequel but they want to carve out i don't know they want to carve out their own place in this spider-man universe so that they can eventually get away from disney they know that if they keep spider-man in the mcu it will Bring in more box office draw than if they didn't have them there. But I think for Sony now, with with Venom, they 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 have to a put it in a position where it's going to make the most money possible because Sony hasn't made any money this year, mm-hmm. essentially with with anything. They don't have a streaming service to 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 really bring in any other type of revenue. They're probably still running off even though they're two separate branches. They're probably still running off of the sales of PS five and other Sony electronical products um, more so than their studio. Their studio is probably a, a massive. Yeah. Have lost for that yeah, company yeah, right now yeah so putting venom out at a time where more people are going to see it can only benefit them but when you're on disney's side of the fence you're still making money from your disney plus again on over 100 million subscribers in under two years uh and your your parks are still open and they're, they're, they're generating some revenue you have hit films two of which are fucking nominated for 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 films in the Academy Awards and for Golden Globes and stuff. You know, Disney while they probably have taken a loss on this year, it's probably not at the deficit that things like Sony are. So they can sit Absolutely. They can sit on news like we're going to move Black Widow again. You know, I don't think Sony can. I think Sony needs to let people know when this movie's coming out so people can prepare to want to go see it. Also, Venom 1 didn't do so well. Like a turd in the wind. Venom two might not have as many people excited for it. Meanwhile, Black Widow, part of the MCU, still on a high now, especially with the release of WandaVision and um, Falcon Winter Soldier coming out. You know, I think I think Disney has the right to has, has essentially earned the capital to play it close to the vest. But man, I, I, I do want to see Venom two though. Like I really do.
1: I do. I do. I there was I can't help it. I know I, I didn't like the first one. I did like the like first I, one. I, I, I'm very confident that the sequel is going to right the wrongs.
0: Andy Serkis directing, me. right? I know I can't help but get excited about Andy that. Serkis is directing a mocap help. movie. It's still, it's still like I'm so excited. It still geeks me out. So. Yeah. Next news story. <laughs> All right, Jay, this is the final news story for this week, and this one I find interesting because it ties right into our review that we did for Zack Snyder's Justice League. But Zack Snyder has stated that his third Justice League movie would have had Superman's son becoming Batman, and people are like, huh? What? And it's like, you know, if you didn't know, like, Zack Snyder had his whole, like, arc planned out. Like, obviously, if you if you watch the original Justice League without even doing spoilers for for Zack Snyder's Justice League, that was all set up for Darkseid. Like, Darkseid was coming. side was the next thing. Uh, they wound yeah. up essentially, I guess, canceling the uh, EC the DCEU. Aquaman might still be there. Wonder Woman's 84 didn't do so well, so we might not Aquaman see made it. Aquaman
1: made a billion dollars. I right. mean,. Uh, but Wonder Woman eighty four didn't do
0: so well, not, not critically and stuff like that. Sure. We still have Flashpoint coming. There's echoes of that universe that they were trying to build, but yeah. essentially it's just a shell. It's just a skeleton.
1: There is almost like no I think cohesive universe anymore. We'll have for it anymore. more news about that. I think in summertime.
0: But under Zack Snyder, he wanted you know he wanted to continue that story. He wanted to have the story of Dark Side coming and everything like that. We see it in the flashbacks in Batman v Superman. Um, the dawn of justice uh, and he apparently had planned a third movie as well and it was going to be lois and superman's son he doesn't have any powers and he was going to end up becoming the new batman it would have taken place 20 years later on the anniversary of batman's death they take a young bruce kent down to the Batcave, and they say that your uncle Bruce would have been proud if you did this. He added, "What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard." So, no Damian Wayne, uh, as comic readers, you know, would have liked to have seen. Probably, uh, you know, no, no Dick Grayson, no, no Jason Todd. It would have been young Bruce Kent putting on the cape and cow and taking up the mantle of the caped crusader what do you think of that i don't like it i don't like it at all, at all. <laughs> fucking like it. look i'm watching super I'm like, on, I'm
1: like you're just fucking things up right now i'm like, watching lois
0: and superman on on wb you know,
1: there's, there's i like it yeah
0: and he has know. two sons in it and he has kids in the comic books now and it's it's a fun dynamic to see superman raising super powered babies and shit like that that's sure, fun but,
1: it's fun but there but, are some <laughs> rules that you can't break or shatter like inventing a child
0: who's just going to appear it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> for me as a comic book reader. It like it I understand like we didn't get a second movie to set up this narrative or anything like that. Right, but I think even then I might have groaned at it. I might have been like, <sighs> <laughs>
1: why? No, exactly!" And I don't think anybody would want that. I don't, and, and certainly don't. And if 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 you do want this and you're listening right now. You need to hit us up. Yeah, need I need to, to know explain why. Explain your point of view.
0: Like, I wonder about duty. Duty's a huge comic book fan. Would like sure. this is nothing to do with anything in the comics. Like, what would he think if this were to happen? Because I know he watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. I know insult he loved it.
1: When you really think about it, it's like an insult to us. I know. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, it but just doesn't make any sense.
0: Like I said, narratively, we don't know how this would have panned out in a second Justice League movie because that film is either a never happening or b hasn't been made yet. Right to get to this third movie, but I I don't think that this is the third movie I would want to watch.
1: No, it's not it's not the progressive it almost, story that I would think that would make sense nor do I right, want to see. Right. It's uh because yeah. now you're creating shit that just it's way too bonkers. It's Th- like you're gonna you're going off the rails. It's like
0: Incredibles Beyond. too. Why do they keep changing math? Math is math, math. Exactly. Batman is Batman, Bruce Wayne is Batman, Finkel is I <laughs> I agree. I agree. Stop I'm, in the, fucking, I'm in my shit. I, I'm in that camp. You can make Batman ninety years old. He's still fucking Batman. <laughs> Bruce Wayne's 90. He's still fucking Batman. That's how this works. All right. You you can maybe slide a dick Grayson in there for a couple months, <laughs> but then Bruce Wayne comes back. <laughs> in the future, Damian Wayne maybe might be able to become Batman. But little Bruce Kent,
1: he fucking can't be you Batman. He that Dick can't. over there. <laughs> i don't want it don't I, bring that dick over here i don't bring want that this over, just keep that dick over there and yeah. this is
0: what has and people will take me to test for this probably all the all the all the uh you know the the Zack snyder fanboys and stuff like that and fangirls i this is what i've never liked about Zack snyder is like it, it's it's not even like a you know fuck the comics i'm doing my own thing i don't even really mind that that much it's like this big head now that that like where like all this news is coming out about what could have been and stuff like that it's almost like he's already he's already reached the stratosphere and now he wants the moon and the stars too
1: yeah and
0: you know take your win you won the championship you got the belt man fucking retire with it don't tom brady don't sign up for another year (laughs) no he will i know no he's 100
1: percent. that kind of guy I know we will, but um,
0: you know you, you heard our thoughts on Justice League again on Zack Snyder I, I, and on this whole situation when yeah, we did our review. But
1: I'd rather just see something different.
0: I'm not excited. Like this wouldn't just be anything I was an excited for. Thing. I also like I hate news stories like this, even though we're talking about a news story like this because it's it's almost like it's there to garner the attention for people to then start asking for it. And now we've already seen that if fans are loud enough, even a vocal minority, they can get things to happen. They can get things to done, and that it kind of bothers me where it's almost like yeah I understand listening to fans and stuff like that but I also don't like fans making the decisions
1: you know I think I think you're right I I think he should just take this wind and then take this wind go home do a reset scale down yeah, make something fun make something more personal you know I I don't know just take a break it took you it took you 30 million dollars to
0: put two 300 million dollar movies together what do you think a sequel is going to cost you (laughs)
1: He doesn't know how to craft a normal movie. I know. He just can't. (laughs)
0: So that's going to do it for Super Movie Brothers this week. I hope you enjoyed our news segment this time around. We'll be back with news when we have some news that we want to talk about. I hope you enjoyed our review of Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League this week, and we also have a "What Are You Watching?" episode that will be coming out later on. Uh, it's just got some some mix and matched movies and TV shows and stuff that me and Jay watched that we thought you should either steer clear of or uh, you know jump into along with us. If you if anything we talked about on the episode, you want to reach out to us on. Super media. You can reach me on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. Um, I'm better to be reached on my Instagram these days. I've been kind of staying away from Twitter. I don't know why. I just have an aversion to the little blue, to the little blue, uh, to the little blue icon <laughs> with the white want, bird in to it. Touch it, right? Oh, I don't want to touch it because a it's a toxic place. A lot of times, I find. But you can reach me on Instagram at SMB Dave.
1: Yes, you can also reach me on Instagram SuperMovie Bros and on twitter or i'll answer your fucking message <laughs> j underscore smb and also on facebook super movie bros podcast and of course we're part of a network we are part of the age of radio podcasting network you can check our page
0: out uh and all the other great podcasts that are part of the age of radio podcast network over on age of i want to thank all of you guys for listening have a great one cheers cheers